Hello everyone, this is Make It A Podcast, my name's Evan. And I'm Katie. So Katie, how are you? I'm good. I started in a new freelance job today, mm-hmm. which is very nice. I'm back with a team that I'm used to and like I know a lot of the people already, so it's really nice to be able to go back to a company. Um, It just feels like... um familiar do you know what I mean yeah 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 even though like every time I meet them it's like a new setting mm-hmm. but like it's still lovely so I done that today um it was my first time it, like it wasn't like my first time working like a long shift it was actually one of the shorter shifts I have worked as a freelancer but <laughs> it was like a lot yeah took a lot out of me mm. um well, yeah, I'm feeling really good. I'm really, like, positive about the future. I'm very happy. Um, I'm stressed because the project I'm working on is in a month. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot. It's a big... You know what it is. I just don't want to say it all out of Um, But, yeah, I done it last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So, it's just a lot right now. But, um. It'll be fine. How are you? I am good. I am tired, as per usual. Life is just getting under my fucking skin lately. Yeah. Uh, when good things happen, shit things just coming on through, and it don't they? Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, you have to remember that you know you have heirs tour tickets, and the peasants don't, and that's the most important thing. <laughs> and you're going to Camp Rock. Camp Rock? I wish I'm not to Jonas Brothers. You're going to Camp Rock. <laughs> that, basically. <laughs> basically, you're going to Camp Rock. Oh, it's I wish. Same thing. I wish. <laughs> I should go. Maybe I should do some Camp Rock themed outfit. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you absolutely should. 100%. Why not? What's happening? 100%. It has to happen. Okay. So that's what's up with me. Nothing new, really. No. Um, so uh, I thought. So, Barbie's been out for a while now. It has. I was going to kick this off with a hi, Barbie, but I just fucking <laughs> messed that up now. <laughs> we can save that off for the Barbie episode. Yeah. Um. So, Barbie's been out for a while now, and both of us have seen it now. I've seen it twice, Katie, you just saw it on Saturday. So, we've yeah. talked about it enough. I think it's time we do a little mini non-spoiler discussion. Oh, uh, I don't because know if we're I... doing a big old spoiler discussion, it's for the Barbie episode, which will require... A lot of planning because she deserves that. She does deserve it. But also everything I want to say, I feel like is a spoiler. (laughs) Say what you need to say, you know what I mean? Right. I don't want to do, I don't want this to be a spoiler segment. But um, if you haven't seen it and you want to see it and you care about it, go away. Kindly. Come back in about five minutes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Put a timestamp on our stories. Okay. Okay. So, Just, yeah. <laughs> when the episode comes out, we'll let all you Barbie, you Barbie, um, slackers, <laughs> no, um, I loved it. I loved it as much as I knew I was going to love it. Yeah. And that's good because we had high expectations going into it. Yeah. So we very easily could have not met our expectations, but I I feel like it really met our expectations. Definitely, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you're not even in the camera. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, ah, oh, it's just such a nice film. It really is. Um, but one thing I did notice is when I was got there, even though it was like seven o'clock in the evening. There was still a lot of kids at both at the screen, and I went to really, like, like a more than you'd want to see there. I haven't seen any kids at the screen. Yeah, and I've seen people I know bring their kids to see it. I mean, it's I suppose it's not like a fucking eighteen film. It's twelve A. Like, so I think a lot of it would go over kids' heads. You know what I mean? Oh, no, like, 100% it would. Like, I'm not saying kids shouldn't watch it, but I'm just, like, at first, I knew it wasn't, like, a kid's movie, right? So I was like, oh, like, people shouldn't be bringing their kids to see it. But then, 
when I watched it, I was like, Do you know what? Maybe kids should see this movie. Mm. Because there is a good message in it. Yeah, I really loved the message. I loved the message as well. So once that once that happened, you know what I'm talking about. I um <laughs> I don't want because I, I feel like that is a spoiler because if I hadn't known that before I went, I would have been pissed. Yeah. And I don't get annoyed at stuff. Yeah. Like I don't get annoyed at spiders. I'm usually like at Grant. Like even I'll talk about later why I don't get annoyed at spiders, but um I would have been annoyed if that had been ruined on me. Yeah, I would yeah. <laughs> I feel like you would have as well. And it's the thing I'm most passionate about. <laughs> but, I, but I have to wait until we do the Barbie episode. <laughs> so you've seen it twice. Tell me your thoughts and opinions. Yeah, so honestly, like I've seen it twice. I honestly the second time I watched it felt I felt like I was seeing it for the first time again, which I know is kind of weird. And there's lots of like Easter eggs and stuff that you'll pick up on. And I, uh, I, it's definitely going to be a comfort movie for me. It's going to be in, in my pile of like Legally Blonde and Mean Girls oh. and all these things. I'm going to watch it on repeat probably when I just need to feel something. The spoilers in that movie. Oh, not the spoilers, sorry. The Easter, Easter eggs. They were so good. They were amazing. <laughs> they were incredible. And like, I would have always thought of myself as a brat girly grown up, right? Mm-hmm. But I was only really influenced by brats from like maybe, I'd say like probably 12 to 15. Yeah. Give or take. Um, because I still like, even when I wasn't playing with the dolls, I was still playing the PlayStation games and the, sure, I only, I bought the, the Switch game there not too long ago. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm still influenced by them. But I was talking to Kevin about Barbie and he went, Jesus, you were a Barbie fan. <laughs> I was like, I was a Barbie fan. Like I had a Barbie karaoke machine. Yeah. And I, and I played Britney Spears songs. No. So Absolutely. that will tell you how 90s that was. <laughs> um, Like, I just, she was such a big influence on my life and I didn't realise mm-hmm. until this movie came out and I was like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, she honestly is. I I said to my mom, I was like, I'm annoyed you didn't let me, not you didn't let me play with Barbies. I was like, it just wasn't socially acceptable in the early 2000s, was it? You just weren't influenced to play with them. It's yeah. not that you weren't allowed, you just weren't influenced. But, uh, I'll well, when I went to the, my... my friend's house, I would, I guess. The Barbies, they were just there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I will influence my children to play with Barbies. Mm. Like, it's good for you to play with her. Absolutely. She she is a feminist icon. Also, I would like to say my favourites were Alan and Weird Barbie. I loved Weird Barbie. <laughs> she is such she's such a fire sign. I love her. <laughs> she is a fire sign. My my favorite character was America Ferrera's character. Gloria. Oh, well, of course, America Ferrera, who's never had a flop error in her life. Never had a flop error, even as Ugly Betty. Yeah. <laughs> Ugly Betty was not a flop. <laughs> no. Well, the show kinda. Golden but, Rose, Katie, Golden but, Rose. Yeah, it's sort of flop now when you look back on it. For the time, it was amazing. Yeah. But if you compare it to TV shows we have now, it's not um. that great. But <laughs> it's iconic. And it, it will iconic. always be iconic. It's just not a, as an amazing watch as we thought it was when we were literal children watching it. I don't know if I agree. <laughs> I still love it. There's a lot when of dodgy the, shit, but I still love it. When was the last time you rewatched it? Uh, 2021. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Not that long ago. No, not that long ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the, um, any mini Barbie discussion. Yeah, I just love it. I love the fashion, the production design. I love it. I want to live in Barbie land. Oh, wouldn't that be a dream? <laughs> My life would be so much easier. <laughs> Oh, I got I did get annoyed at Ken for a while in the movie. You know why. So did I. I was like, oh Ken. Why? (laughs) Literally, I was like, we didn't have to do this. But we did because it was part of the message. Yeah. I suppose. But like, have you heard of this TikTok trend that's gone around now of like men who've watched this film that are breaking up with their girlfriends? 
because they now realise that they're not getting the love reciprocated back to them. Not what? Yeah, apparently it's a thing. I think it's on straight mail TikTok because I haven't seen a book Kevin has. <laughs> he also works um with TikTok, so he oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But um I probably shouldn't say that but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's on his LinkedIn, it's fine. <laughs> but what is it gonna say? Um yeah, so he sees a lot of TikTok. But I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> that is absolutely disgusting. It is. And I did say that, and that was my first initial reaction. But then Kevin was like, yeah, but like we don't know what these men are going through. Like Maybe it is genuine, and maybe they have realised their worth. But I was like, yeah, but that's not the point. This movie's not for men to realise their worth. Exactly. Sorry, men. But give us one. Come on. I overheard a conversation between two people today. Um, they were talking about Barbie, and one of them hadn't seen it. One of them hadn't. And one of them goes, "Oh, is it not real? I don't want to see it because it's anti men." I was like, "No." I was like, "I actually took everything from me not to actually get up and smack this person." I was like, <laughs> "You are a fucking idiot." Yeah, look, if you think Barbie's an anti man movie, you're an incel. But mm. what is it? Um, Kevin and his friend actually both straight white male. Z- went to see it together in the lighthouse on Saturday mm-hmm. at 12 uh, 12 p.m. Yeah, p.m. But they both really enjoyed it. But then one of Kevin's friends was like, I I didn't really like get it. And Kevin was like, yeah, you weren't meant to. Because <laughs> it's not for you. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if everyone's going to get it, but I personally got it and I will probably watch it again and again and again. Yeah, well, like, not that they didn't get it, but they were just like, I didn't really understand that bit. And Kevin was like, yeah, and um, you never will because you're not woman. Kevin is high on Kevin. <laughs> Literally. He, I swear to God, he is. Even he'd be like, no, I'm not. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So we will save our future Barbie discussion for the Barbie yeah. episodes. She, mm-hmm. she requires a lot of planning, that one. Oh, that will be a long one, guys. Buckle in. Buckle in. So next up, we're on to pop news. So I have to start off on a summer note. Because I started off I started off a summer note last week. We were starting off another summer note. So he was best known for his role as Fez on Euphoria. And his star was on the rise. However, we are sad to report that the passing of 25-year-old actor Angus Cloud... um, Tributes have poured in from his friends and Euphoria co-stars, and we are also sending out our condolences. Yeah, it's really sad. I was in shock. I couldn't believe it. I was in shock as well. Kevin texted me at like, it was like half 11 at night and was like, sent me the screenshot and was like, oh, and I was like, oh. Oh my God. But yeah, it's it's really, really, really sad. Mm. I actually, I just don't have words. I just feel so bad for everything that Angus endured because by the family statement, Mm -hmm. it seems like it was another lost battle, which is very sad. Yes. Um, And yeah. Okay. I just have no words. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, of course. So we just I just had to get that out of the way. I couldn't not okay. bring up obviously last week and then I couldn't leave obviously wouldn't leave Angus out. No, of course, or, of course. Rest in peace, of course. So next up, um uh we previously reported the fact that she had split with her now ex husband, Dalton Gomez, but it looks like Ariana Grande has a new beau, uh none other than her wicked co star, Ethan Slater. However, this relationship isn't having the most magical start as Ethan was married with, uh, when the relationship began, allegedly. There have been reports that Ariana had even spent time with Ethan and his now ex-wife of, of 10 years, Lily J. Um, the pair had a baby last year and Ariana even liked the Instagram post announcing the birth of the baby. Lily J has spoken out briefly saying, Ariana is not a girl's girl and my family is just collateral damage. A source tells Page Six that Ethan Slater's estranged wife is rightfully upset because her marriage fell apart, but apparently Ari- Ariana and Ethan didn't do anything wrong, 
as the pair had stood up two months before the report surfaced. So Lily J reportedly deferred the idea uh, of releasing a joint statement with her former husband, Ethan Slater, stating that they are committed to co-parenting their newborn son. Ethan Slater has now set his Instagram to private and neither parties have commented. Yeah. Hey, this is just... It's messy. So messy. Like... I'm I'm assuming you listen to the Unpopular Opinions podcast. And yeah, so I was going to bring this up last week and I was like, no, there's going to be more to come out and more has come out. And probably more will come out, but yeah. So you have listened to that? Yes, I have. Okay. When they were going through everything, I was like, oh, I didn't know this. <laughs> I was like, I knew bits. Yeah. But, but not to the extent. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, is she not? I don't want to slate her. Right? I'm not slating her. I'm just genuinely curious. Mm-hmm. Is she not attracted to single men? Does she like that she has to fight for them? And I'm genuinely not saying this in a like a bad way. I'm like, I genuinely, I'm wondering like, does she like? knowing that like she won I don't know I don't know it is weird like and again I, I really don't want to say I'm, I'm not trying to come for anybody like it is a genuine question um, but she should maybe try it yeah <laughs> because you know like it hasn't really seemed to work out for yeah <laughs> and not like True, probably no fault of her own, or maybe we don't know. Mm-hmm. Just it just hasn't worked out, and maybe if you just went for a lovely single man, or like not recently out of a relationship, a day maybe. Yeah. Um, that you might find somebody who's there for the long run and don't yeah. then leave you because I am a true believer of if you get into a relationship with somebody while they are in a relationship there's like a very big chance they're gonna do the same to you yeah because nobody is special enough if it happened to Beyonce it'll happen to Ari- to Ariana Grande <laughs> that's all I'm saying yeah. <laughs> so nobody's safe out here guys nobody's safe <laughs> Not Ariana around anyway. Oh God. Okay. Well, <laughs> God bless you, Lily J. I've actually seen Ethan Slater on Broadway. Would you believe it? Have you? In SpongeBob SquarePants the musical. Oh, was that the recent trip? No, that was twenty eighteen. Oh, right. I was like, yeah. Please, please look up clips of him playing SpongeBob. It's very he's very good in fairness. And he was actually someone very famous was sat behind me that night. Who's actually kind of a bad man now? Uh, Chris oh. Noth. I don't know who that is. Big from Sex and the City. No way. Yeah, he's not behind you. I think I think it was his grandson, yeah. Sadly. <laughs> well, like he's he's bad now, but at the time he wasn't too sorry. At the time at the time he wasn't. It was really cool. But um yeah, that, that's just my little brief encounter with Eaton Slater, I guess. And Mr. Big. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, no. Messy, messy. But uh, our final messy headline. Um, she has given us hits like Rumours, Juice and Truth Hurts. But it looks like Lizzo is in the firing line. Yes. <laughs> Many of Lizzo's dancers and colleagues are now speaking out against the unsafe working environment she has allegedly created. Lizzo's ex-dance captain, uh, Shirley Quigley, took to TikTok to share all of these things Lizzo allegedly did. So this is just a list of things. Accused of overworking dancers and making the group re-audition in an excruciating 12-hour rehearsal. Though, though she was dissatisfied with, would be fired and sent home. Accused of firing a dancer for challenging her claim that the group was drinking before performances. Accused of making a thinly veiled comment relating to a dancer's weight gain and later firing her for recording a meeting while suffering an eye condition. Accused of coercing a dancer into touching a woman's breasts at a strip club despite the dancer opposing. Accused of inviting her dancers to a nude cabaret bar without disclosing the specifics of the performance. 
accused of making a thinly veiled comment. Um, no, sorry, I said that. Accused of inviting her downstairs. No, no, I said this. Why did I copy this twice? Um, someone else who had something else to say uh, was a Twitter user named Ola Ojuemi. The fan who is a wheelchair user attended a Lizzo concert back in 2018 and shared her experience, which I'll read out for you now. Um, she said, didn't expect to get trampled at this uh, at this Lizzo concert in my wheelchair. Didn't expect her to invite the fan who did it uh, on stage to sing with her. Uh, also, there is now a scrap documentary um, from a filmmaker. I'll just find that here, actually. So there was a filmmaker who was doing a documentary all about Lizzo named Sophia Nally Allison. And she said, Lizzo creates an extremely toxic and hostile working environment and undermines the work, labor and authority of other black and brown women in the process. Uh, she has since pulled out of the documentary and the documentary remains unreleased. Right. Can you hear me? I just want to double check. Yes, I can. OK, sorry. Um. Uh, so, yeah, I got this news today. Yeah. And oh, I was just like, not Lizzo. I know. Anybody but Lizzo. I know. Like, this has been such a bad year for the creators that I like. Oh, it truly the, has, yeah. <laughs> and the people I like. I, will you all stop? <laughs> Please. <laughs> leave some content for me. Yeah. Like, she, like Lizzo was one of my favourite artists. Yes, absolutely. And I've been obsessed with her for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's part of the Barbie movie. Yeah, she is. And, you know, she's kind of everywhere now. And now this has come out. And it's, like, stuff that you can't really, like, go back from. Yeah. Unless you do something, like, really apologetic. But I don't know what you could even do. And it's... Just shit. Like, obviously, people, like, can change and grow. And, like, maybe when they're coming up with their fame, they can be the not nicest people. Mm-hmm. I have had moments in my life where I'm not very nice. Yeah. But I still believe that I am a nice person. Mm-hmm. But, and I've hopefully, no, I have. And hopefully will continue to learn from the moments in my life where I'm not so nice. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that that can be the same for Lizzo. Yeah. But they're really bad claims. They're in... They're, I don't even read all of them. Some of them are absolutely weird and disgusting. I was like, I can't actually say these. Yeah. Oh. oh, oh. Just Tyra... anyone but Lizzo. <laughs> to quote Tyra Banks, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Yeah. Oh. We were all rooting for you, Lizzo. Yeah. All of us. Oh, God. Can she bounce back from this? Again, not immediately. Yeah. But I think that there is still... Look, all I'm going to say is if Chris Brown's still going, Lizzo can keep going. Okay. Well... <laughs> I'm not... Look, I'm not saying that people should support her, but I'm saying that if he is still going, mm-hmm. then that that doesn't mean that she, like, that means that she cannot, do you know what I mean? Yes, I understand. Like, I'm not saying, like, um, like, she should keep going if everything is true and she doesn't change, but if there's significant growth there, um, I think she can bounce back, but I just don't know if she can bounce back to the capacity that she was at before. Yeah, no, it's such a shame. Um, so we're just gonna that's a, a wrap on pop news. So Kate, I'm gonna let you introduce this week's topic as per usual. So let's hope that this week's episode doesn't get under anyone's skins, as we'll be talking about a group of friends in their sixth form year just trying to figure it out. You know, life from funny to nitty gritty. You've guessed it, or just read the title. We'll be talking about skins. So, Evan, what is your history with Skins? So, Skins, I always knew of it. I remember when it was on TV, like, the ads were always on Channel 4. Mm. And sometimes when you'd be flicking through the channels, they'd be on. Um, and I always knew of it. I have friends who are really big fans of the show. I know a lot of the cast members have gone on to big things, which we'll talk about a little bit later. 
Um, so I've known of it. I know it has a really big fan base, but I haven't actually seen a full episode until preparation for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is my history with skins. What's your history with skins? Mine's pretty much the same. Like I always heard about it, and I always seen like I remember like the title coming up on like mm-hmm. ads. Mm-hmm. It's just a very memorable block letter title, mm-hmm. and um, I think like I know, so. My history with skins is that I always mix skins and misfits up, right? I was going to say the same thing because I do the same thing. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I do all the time. And I know that my cousin Jody was obsessed with misfits, but I think she also watched skins. <laughs> <laughs> and that is my history with skins. I but, was like, try, I was like, well, I, I was like, I'll say this for later, but then you brought it up and I was like, no, I, I agree. I admit, always mix it up with misfits. I don't know why, but before we do continue, I just want to put out a little trigger warning that the topic of ED, assault, drug use, and other mental health stuff might come into topic. I'm not saying it will, but I just, if that's not something that you have the headspace for, uh, click off now, do what's best for you, and hopefully we'll be in your ears again next week. Thank God you're here. Um, no. <laughs> I'm gonna recap the very first episode of Skins. Katie, are you ready? I'm ready. So Tony wakes up under a duvet uh, of a, of two naked bodies and works out. Uh, his alarm goes off as he stares at his naked neighbor. Effie arrives home and Tony distracts their dad with loud music. Effie sneaks in as Tony is getting yelled at and she gets ready for school. Tony pretends to use the bathroom as dad bangs down the door. Tony hops out of the window and heads to the front door as uh, and makes eyes with his neighbour. Tony greets his mom in the kitchen as Effie is eating breakfast. Tony's dad is still banging down the door and heads downstairs to see Tony at the breakfast table. Tony tells his dad the drill is under the sink and he looks he looks for it in anger. Tony calls his friends and gets and gets his voicemail. That's Sid. Uh, he calls ja, uh, John um, and she answers. She answers. Uh, he gets another call from Michelle who he's nominated to take Sid's virginity. So another friend calls Tony and he's in bed with a girl. That's Chris. Michelle agrees to take Sid's V-card. Anwar gets a call from Tony and gets in trouble. Tony calls Sid's dad, who yells at him to get up. Tony is coming up with a game plan for Sid to lose his V-card and Anwar is also on the phone. Max is tap dancing uh, uh, tap dancing whilst on the phone with Tony. So Sid is masturbating while Tony is on the phone. Tony wants Sid to meet him in the cafe. Tony and Sid are coming up with a plan for the party. Sid asks who's the girl and Michelle is walking in. Michelle walks in and kisses Tony. Cassie is now the girl who's going to take Sid's V-card. Tony sends Sid to meet Mad Twatter and he's distracted with Michelle. So Tony is singing for a choir. Uh, Sid heads to meet Mad Twatter and is looking at pictures of Michelle. Tony is in the choir. Tony gets into the choir and gets an invite to Abigail's party. Tony is about to leave the girls' school and gets stopped by the principal. Tony calls Sid to see if he's at Mad Twatter's house. Yeah, and he ends up at a brothel. Tony and his friends discuss the party. They aren't going to the party, so Tony calls Sid and he doesn't get an answer. Sid is nervously waiting to meet Mad Twatter. Tony leaves Sid a message. Sid meets Mad Twatter. They have an awkward encounter and Sid wants a spliff. So Mad Twitter gives Sid 48 hours to pay him back and grabs his balls. The, student rehearse, the students rehearse their lines uh, in English class as the teacher cries. The teacher cries and Chris offers to say she touched him up in the shower. Sid finally turns on, turns on his phone and gets all of Tony's messages. Chris offers to carry Angie, that's the teacher's books, and he answers the, his, her phone. He tells off someone at the, on the end of the phone. Sid and Tony arrive at Abigail's party and Michelle and Cassie arrive at the same time. Cassie talks about her treatment in a weird haze. She hugs Tony and kisses him, and Michelle explains Sid will be looking after her tonight. So they head into the house. They meet all the other girls. Sid meets Danuta, a Polish student who doesn't speak English, but says Sid has a tiny penis. So Tony offers Abigail drugs, and she says no, but they have to sell them. So Michelle and Tony dance together, uh, all eyes on them. Sid only has eyes for Michelle. So Cassie has rearranged the kitchen and she asks if they're going to have sex. Sid offers Cassie weed and she says no because it makes her hungry. Sid uh, kisses her on the cheek and he decides to keep her company. So Chris, Anwar and Max are at the big gay night out and it's absolutely crap. And they decide to head to the party instead. 
So it's er- it's early in the morning now. Chris and Anwar and Max arrive at the party. It's still going. Cassie is jumping on the trampoline as Sid smokes a sliff. So chaos and Sid's at the party and Danuta is into it. Sid and Cassie kiss and she says she knows uh she knows he loves Michelle. Cassie tells him that Michelle knows. Sid and Cassie hold hands. Cassie says if he wants to do it, he has to be quick because she took a load of pills. Cassie is passed out, so they decide to leave the party and they're stuck. So Danuta offers them a lift in exchange for sex with Chris. They arrive at the hospital and Cassie is awake. They pull over, uh, Anwar gets out and ta- uh, gets out to pee and Tony tells him to get the weed out. Anwar tries to pee and everyone looks at him. So Michelle is looking for skins and Tony has put them in his, in his back pocket. Sid reaches for them, the handle brake releases and the car sinks into the canal as Anwar chases after it. So everyone's okay, but the weed is gone. The now soaked teenagers arrive back in the estate. The weed is still in the canal. Miriam, aka the aka Tony's neighbor, is waiting for Tony to see her. And Sid and Tony are lying down, and they reassure themselves. Chris and Renuta got out of the car at the hospital, and that is the end of the very first episode of Skins. Yes, it is. So let's discuss. Hearing it like that, like I feel like a lot more happened than I actually did. Yeah. Like I feel Feels like it. Like- like it feels like it got dragged out more mm-hmm. not like really in a bad way but just I feel like it's taking you longer to recap some episodes that have been the same length yeah of different shows like because more things have happened yeah yeah um but I was pleasantly pleasantly unpleasantly but overall I was pleasantly surprised that I liked it mm-hmm I was unpleasantly surprised because I didn't realise how, like, not dark. I, I do believe it gets dark. It's I vulgar. I believe this show gets buried. Yeah, vulgar. It's very vulgar. Mm-hmm. Very, very vulgar. Like, I don't think I actually would have, like, enjoyed this when I was, like, a teenager. Yeah. I think it would just not have been my bag at all, if I'm really honest. Um, but I think it's a show that I'd really like to watch now. Okay, so I thought I'm gonna. I'm not just gonna say I absolutely fucking hated this. Okay. I really, really hated this. Mm. I was just like, this is actually just disgusting and weird and gross. Yeah. Now the there was a few bits in it now that I didn't enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um. But we also have to remember it was released a long time ago. 2007? Yeah. Which, unfortunately, things that were released a long time ago have aged very poorly. Yeah. But I do think that like this show was made to be nitty-gritty. It was made to be down and dirty and show what teenagers get up to yeah because this was released around the time when all like teenagery shows were like based in america and it was like oh we're all clean cut and having the best time and this was shown well actually no we do drugs and we make very poor life decisions and Mm -hmm. we like put ourselves and our friends in danger and I think it's very euphoria like I was gonna bring it I was gonna bring that up it's way too similar to euphoria and I just don't vibe at euphoria yeah I don't I don't really vibe at euphoria either but it is and that is a popular like take online as well mm-hmm a lot of people online say that it's like euphoria and skins are like as one. Yeah. Um, and I did not like even about twenty minutes into the first episode, I was like, "This is this is just euphoria." Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, euphoria is just skins because yeah, euphoria is glossier skins, like very much glossier. But even they had they both had a Cassie. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And Cassie was blonde too. Yeah, that's the one thing I noticed. And I will say, Cassie and Skins reminds me of Luna Lovegood. 
Yeah. Yeah, give me Luna Lovegood vibes. But Luna is a sweetheart. Not not that Cassie Cassie was the only character I liked, if I'm honest. Did you watch the second episode? No. It's all about Cassie. Okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch it. I know, but it is it is all about Cassie and it's very good. So then is every other episode like is it one episode for each character? Yeah, so the fourth season I've only watched the first two, so I can't really comment on the rest of the seasons. But the way I know of it is every episode was titled a different character's name mm-hmm. and it's based all around them. So the first one was Tony, the second one's Cassie, then it's um Jal, uh Anwar gets one. They all get one. Mm-hmm. And then the last one's titled Everyone. Okay. So it's a story about them all together. I didn't actually look into the second season mm-hmm. while I was watching it, so I don't know what way that pans. But this specific cast that we have seen in the first episode only lasted two seasons, and then three to seven is different people. Yeah, because they're called the first two seasons is Skin, First Generation. And then I think there was like, I think, did they switch up every two years or something? think so yeah i think they yeah. Two years so there's been like fast. and there's 17 so it'll be about three or four generations of skins characters yeah but that's also not a bad thing because they've also yeah, yeah. seen maybe the creators have seen okay this is something that's definitely like um something that we can progress with the times and you know make more uh viewer friendly mm-hmm. so but no, I, I did. I really enjoyed it. But like it was very dark and there was a few bits where I was like, oh, we're getting into this right away, are we? <laughs> um, but one thing that I just cannot deal with mm. is like food stuff. Not the ED bit. Like, like food f- on screen? Food on Sid's face. Oh, disgusting. <clears throat> I, know <sighs> you, I know you hate that. <sighs> no, like... <laughs> Actually, like I, the I sauce have to... on his chin. Oh, I need to. I need to stop. I need to stop. You're gonna puke. I actually have goosebumps. Like it makes me <laughs> itchy. <laughs> like I can deal if somebody has a little bit on their face, but it still freaks me out. But it's fine. Like, like I'm not that. But like this was you can vouch for me. If nobody has seen this, this was all over his chin. Yeah. So gross. No, I'm with you on that one. But. The second episode finds... You're not going to watch it, so I'm spoiling No, no, I don't give a fuck. The second episode opens with them all waking up in Michelle's house, mm-hmm. covered in food. Like, as in, it looks like it looks like there was a, a food fight. Okay. So, it's, it's the episode that's all about Cassie, so... It looks, at first it looks like Cassie went on a rampage with food. Mm-hmm. Because we're not really given, she kind of alludes to that she has like maybe like a binging disorder. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, no, I can't eat because I'd be hungry. But like sometimes like that could be alluded to as binging or whatever. So, you know, um, you know, it's an ED at the end of the day mm-hmm. that she has. So, but... It's not really told what it is. And then at the start of this episode, it wake, it starts with Cassie waking up first mm-hmm. with food all over her and all over the room. And then it's just like bodies are littered everywhere. Basically, Michelle had a big house party and it looks like there was a food fight. And um, it was disgusting. No oh, gosh. Yeah. And they all were like taking drugs at this party. And there was mm. like a curtain hanging from the door like covered in spaghetti and all this vile. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. It was really, really gross. Oh god. But yeah, um it was I actually really didn't like the first episode. Like like I did like it, but it was Cassie's episode that made me want to keep watching this. Mm. Because I want to know about all the characters now. But not Tony. I didn't really like Tony. Yeah, Tony's a creep. He's an asshole. <laughs> he's not a good friend. Like, Yeah, he's shite. Right, it was Sid's fault for getting three ounces, right? It's obviously dumb. <laughs> but, like, 
it was Tony's fault for sending Sid to do something he didn't want to do because Sid wanted it. Oh, because Tony wanted it, but then Tony didn't want it anymore. So then it's then Sid's fault. Well, it still was Sid's fault because he didn't have his phone on. Mm. And he did get three answers. Yeah. And also, um, more spoilers, but the dealer ends up coming back in the second episode. Okay. Because obviously you've seen that they lost the weed. Yeah. So the dealer comes back in the second episode and becomes their substitute teacher. But no, I'm sorry. No, (laughs) that's too ridiculous for me. Yeah. Well, he has a PhD. I don't don't think he does. It's the joke. I think that was a joke. It's the joke. (laughs) That was my joke. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I did like it is ridiculous, but I I did like it. I love British shows like this, though. Mm, see, I don't mind British shows. It's not the fact that it's a British show. It's just no. Don't, the the what? What? I can't, I can't speak today. The um, the context, content, whatever the word is. I think it. Yeah. Subtext no context. No, there's so there's a word in there which is not coming to the forefront of my brain. That's okay, that's fine. Doesn't have to. Um but what was it? Um yeah, no, I just like like shows that are like absolutely wild and like you're like, what is going on? Like not in like uh oh, this is so like technical and I don't know what it's like, what who filmed this yeah <laughs> it's so shit it's such a quality but i i find pleasure and stuff like that like when something's so bad that it's good i'm just like yeah except for sorry kevin but except for greece too but <laughs> <laughs> we might lose a subscriber from that but... <laughs> And his friend. <laughs> um, it's true though. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we had that discussion. That's fine. I'm being honest. Um, yeah. And I didn't give it the credit for it being so bad. It's good, but like sometimes something's so bad, it's good that I just fall in love with. Mm. And I think that's one of these. Now I could end up watching the rest of the episodes and going, I'm not watching season two. But I said it to Kevin today, actually. I was like, we should start watching Mits- Misfits because we need a show to watch together. Not Misfits Skins, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I told you. I, I know, I, I know. I'm the same. I get. I always get it mixed up. It has to be because it was in around the same era. Maybe it was I just think really so. popular. And they, they're both Channel 4 as well. So it's probably that, but... Um, I was like, can we watch Skins? And then, because Kevin was like, oh, what's the episode on? I was telling him. And then he was like, wait, did you never watch Skins growing up? <laughs> I was like, no. And then he was like, oh, I don't know if I can watch that again. And I was like, why? Like, And he was like, oh, it's just a lot for me at 15. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. It's like, but you're not 15 anymore. <laughs> he was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So, I don't know if I've persuaded him to watch it with me, but I'll watch it by myself, if not. Well, I'm definitely not watching it. It feels like Inbetweeners on crack, quite literally. See, I didn't watch Inbetweeners. Inbetweeners is just... Inbetweeners is funny when you're 14. <laughs> right. <Not> you're 27. <laughs> yeah. I get that. I feel like that's what this one's a bit like. Yeah. Because I, but I didn't find it funny. Like I just want to know what happens. Yeah. I want to know where the storyline goes. I was really annoyed at the the Polish character, though. Renuta. Yeah. Yeah. Why did she? Why? Why did she speak French and Italian? <laughs> she's like can't speak English, and then she's like, "I have a car." <laughs> yeah. I well, she said, "I have car because <laughs> I just thought." No, I'm not. I'm not Polish. I don't know how Polish people feel about this character, but personally, I'm like, she's a little bit racist. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I, not that I speak on behalf of Polish <laughs> people. 
<laughs> well, you know, I'm there's there's Scandinavian in me somewhere, so yeah. not that there's Scandinavian, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Closer than Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Polish, oh. and, Polish and Swedes have a lot more in common than the Irish and Swedes, or the Irish and the Polish. So, yeah, do you have any more to say? Did you say I hate Chris? Oh yeah, when he was wearing the shoes in the house. Look, I don't care. I'm I'm a little gremlin. I'll I'll wear shoes wherever in, in the house unless somebody tells me not to, of course. But like, not if they're visibly dirty. Yeah. <laughs> And the scarf and the hat. Oh, yeah, no, not a vibe. And think, yeah. the teacher's a bit weird. The female teacher. I think she's just a mess. Yeah. Oh, maybe we'll learn more about her. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you will. I'm not fucking yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. So, <sighs> yeah. I'm not saying I really didn't fucking like it. That's all I'll say. That's okay. And I'm not going to continue on. So this this is a is a no from me. <laughs> Perfect. Right. So Skins has a very interesting cast of characters, and a lot of those cast members have gone on to a lot of major success. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to talk about some of these now. A lot of these are actually from like uh, some of these are first generation. Others are from other ones, but you'll know the names and when I yeah. say them. So the first one is Nicholas Holt. So this is a this is an article on Us Weekly. So Nicholas Holt, after playing Tony in season one and two of Skins, um, he went on to star in films such as Clash of the Titans, A Single Man, Warm Bodies, Man Max Fury Road, Tolkien, uh, The Favourite, and Those Who Wish Me Wish Me Dead. He debuted as Hank McCoy, aka Beast, in 2011's X Men First Class, reprising the role several times since 2020. Uh, no, since 2020, he's played Peter the Third on Hulu's The Great. He dated X-Men co-star Jennifer Lawrence from 2010 to 2014. And since 2017, he's been dating Brianna Holly, whom he shares his son, Joaquin, with. Oh, very nice. Dev Patel. So he's probably, maybe, he's he the one you'd recognize most? I don't know. Um, yes and no. Yeah. But I'll, I'll tell you why in a moment. Okay, so it's just a little paragraph. Uh, so, following his screen debut as Anwar in Skins, Patel appeared in the Oscar-winning film Sundog Billionaire in 2008. Mm-hmm. He in the movies, including The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel, Lion, Chappie, and The Green Knight. From 2012 to 2014, he played Neil Sampat on HBO's The New Room. Patel dated his Slumdog Millionaire co-star Frida Pinto uh, from 2019 to 2014. He has been dating Tilda Cobham Hervey since 2017. So what were you going to say there about Dev Patel? I was actually just about to look it up. Is he also a comedian? No, but I know who you're thinking. You're thinking of someone else. Oh, you're thinking of I? the guy who's in that series with David Schwimmer. Am I? Yeah. The, well, I don't know the name of the series. Yeah, no. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, no, but he is very famous. Like, and I, we know him, obviously, from Slumdog Millionaire as well. But... Uh, there's a good few things he's in, but there's another actor you'll come across him now in a minute, and then I'll tell you. Did he win it? No, he was uh, nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Lion. He didn't win for Some Dog Millionaire. No, no. Okay, did you find it? Yeah, but I need you to talk about the character before I can tell you. I don't want to spoil it. Like, Wait, which character? Talk about Dev. No, I'm talking about the other famous person that, like, Dev is probably one of the most famous out of the cast, but there's another person who's recently mo- more famous, but you wouldn't know him until you tell us why. Okay, I'll just keep going here. Um, yeah. Let's see. None of the other ones are really done. Okay, Um. so Kaya Scaldelario, I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. So she played Tony's little sister, Effie, who became a main character in season three. She went on to start in the 2011 adaptation of Wuthering Heights, as well as the Maze Runner, Crawl, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Tale, Dead Man No Tale, sorry, and Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile. She also appears alongside uh, Nicholas Holting, Clash of the Titans. The Spike Island actress dated her skin her Jack O'Connell from 2008 to 2009, and in 2015 she married Benjamin Walker, with whom she now shares two children. 
So just uh, I'm not going to go into too much about everyone. So Hannah Murray, who played Cassie, she was a Julie on Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, let's see. So Daniel Kaluuya. There we go. I knew it. He one of my uh, my <laughs> one of my absolute favorites. Yeah. He's probably the best thing to come out of this. So Daniel Kaluuya, after his turn as posh Kenneth, uh, Kaluuya became one of Hollywood's most in-demand stars with roles in films such as Sicario, Black Panther, and the sequel and Widows. In 2018, he scored his first Oscar nomination for his work in my personal favorite movie, Get Out. Three years later, he took home the Best Supporting Actor trophy for his performance in Judas and the Black Messiah. In 2022, he reunited with the Get Out director, Jordan Peele, for the horror movie Nope. The Black Mirror alone has since been linked to Amanda Crickschlow uh, since 2017, though the duo have never publicly confirmed their relationship. And he is set to star in the darker adaptation of Bernie. He is, and he's also a he's Spider Punk in Spider Man Across the Universe, and he's in Black Panther as well. Yeah, I said that. Oh, did you? Sorry, I wasn't. I didn't say Spider Man, I said Black Panther, but yeah, I know, I love him. He's absolutely one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I see that here that he is, it's set to be a 18 plus or an adult film. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work, but we'll see. We'll see. So, um, let's see here. So, now uh, who else is doing? No, okay. Do I know this person? Sorry, uh, dear. Sorry, this is just getting a lot. Of... I'm just putting other ones who've done the, the. Oh, this one's a shocker. I couldn't believe it when I read this. Ali Alexander. Mm hmm. So, the Gulliver's Travel Star appeared as Jacob in Season 7 of Skins, which consisted of six episodes that followed the three Generation 1 and 2 characters as adults. Since 2010, he has performed as the lead singer for Years and Years, which became his solo project in 2021. His other film and TV credits include Louisiana, uh, Penny Dreadful, It's a Sin, and God Help the Girl, the latter of which starred fellow Skins alum uh, Murray. Uh, Alexander dated Clean Bandit member Neil Milan Alan Smith in 2015. Right. Now you couldn't. I, I was shocked. I knew I recognized that name. I was like, how do I know that name? Years and years. Yeah. Lucy and Lavis Count is another big one. Uh, so he played Jason in portion of season seven that followed Cook. He went on to appear in the TV shows Supernatural uh, episodes, Scream Queens and Katie Keane. In 2021, he played Alfie in season two of Emily in Paris. He also appeared alongside fellow Skins veteran Pasquadino in the TV adaptation of Snatch. Mm. See who else is there. Uh, Danny Dyer was in uh, episode two, by the way. Oh, is he, is he someone's dad? Yeah, he's stepdad. Cassie's stepdad? No, he's Michelle's stepdad. Yeah. But a lot of them have done, I've only going to call it the big ones. I don't really give a shit about anyone else. I do apologise. Yeah, uh, sorry. No, <laughs> I mean, they've all done pretty well. You can Google it yourself, but the best one to come out of it, in my opinion, is Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, me too. And Dev. And Dev. Love Dev as well, of course. Yeah. Shout out to you, Dev. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to my Dev. Shout out to my Dev. Um, so we're going to talk about the success of Skins. It does not have a Rotten Tomato score, unfortunately, so we can't decipher it's better than Rent, in my personal mm. opinion, no. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, oh, maybe it's on par with Rent. <laughs> they really <laughs> like Rent. It's not great. Uh, Skins went on to be a critical success as well as a ratings winner and has developed a cult following. It has since been considered revolutionary and continues to draw appraisal for its depiction of problems that British youth experience, which is generally not showcased on public TV at the time. Over its initial six-year run, Skins was a typical of ongoing drama series uh, that it replaced its primary cast every two years. Uh, plans for a film spin-off were discussed, were first discussed in 2009, but ultimately did not come to fruition. Instead, a specifically a specially commissioned seventh and final series of the show was broadcast in 2013, featuring some of the cast from the 2007 to 2010 run. So Skins actually won two BAFTAs. Uh, other ventures uh, expand, expand the brand, having uh, included, sorry, a short-lived American remake, which aired on MTV in 2011, but was cancelled after one season after advertisers abandoned the series in response to controversy surrounding the series' sexual content. Yeah. The programme, as well, has given rise to the term Skins Party, uh, 
referred to a debauched night of heavy drinking and recreational drug use. Lads. Yeah. There, you froze there. Are you still there? That's party, so. Sorry, you froze there. I didn't actually hear what you said. Sorry, you froze too. I said it's going to happen anyway. They just were going to be called Skins Party, so. <laughs> Can't really blame Skins on people heavily drinking and taking drugs now. If you go to the Wikipedia page, this is how many. There's so many examples of Ireland. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Stop it, guys. Stop. Let's do better. Well, like the UK want all these traditions. Let them have it. Let them be the ones with the it's reading. Not a competition. Just don't do these things. But what I'm just saying, if it's not a competition, okay? Stop yeah. it, children. Stop it. This is a public service announcement. I'm saying it's like Koreans are meant to be worse than Irish at drinking sodas. Maybe just bag on for a. Okay, is this the Olympics? <laughs> yeah, well, and if it was, we wouldn't win, which is the point. <laughs> All right. <laughs> People think we will, but we won't. They're setting us up for failure. Never <laughs> failure. Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, Matt, we're not going to win Eurovision. Let's just get it, get it out of the way now. I know. Ah, uh, maybe one day. Okay. Um. So, what's next? Um, you've had to distract me now, you bitch. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So next up, school is in session. Uh, yes. this is not a this is not a skins party, but uh, it's a pop quiz all about all about skins. I can't speak because of you, you bitch. Blame it on you, on your voice or your mouth. I can't speak either. Me and Evan are to on fumes. <laughs> okay, so it's time for a pop quiz on the Skins. Ten questions for Katie. Katie, are you ready? Okay. Ready. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I said that like that. <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I think you cut off. I'm moving on. Okay, question one. Uh, what instrument does Jal play? The... Cl- mm, shit, clarinet. It is the clarinet. Woo. Question two: What is the name or nickname of the drug dealer Sid meets with? Uh Mad. His real name is Madison. But <laughs> um, I look... is Madison. I look for the nickname. Yeah, the nickname. Ah, uh, Mad Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. His real uh... name is Madison. Mm. Question three: What is the name of the girl who trolls the party at uh, the house party in the pilot? Damn it, um, Claire. It's actually Abigail. Ah oh, shit! I never would have guessed that. Yeah. Question four: Which character is gay? Um, I can't remember. Chris? Yeah. Not Chris. I can give you multiple choice if you want. Yeah, please, that would be great. So, Tony, Max, Anwar, or Steve? Max. It is Max. Oh, yeah. Okay. Question five. Who is Sid not so secretly in love with? Uh, Michelle. Yeah, that's right. Question six. How old is Anwar in the pilot? Uh... He's 16. He's 16. He turns 17 when he gets to his episode. Woo! So, question seven. Who plays Tony? Nicholas Holt. It is Nicholas Holt. Go on, me. Question eight. Uh, Which character uh, stumbles home after a night out in the opening of the pilot? Effie. It is Effie. Question nine. Who does Tony talk to on the phone first in the pilot? Jal. It is Jal. Question ten. This is multiple choice. What kind of test does Tony say Sid has? Sociology, chemistry, maths, or biology? Damn it. 
Um, sociology. It's sociology. So you got nine. <laughs> How old you are you? Like to pay attention. <laughs> you really like misfits. That's good. <laughs> I know, but I thought I was doing that purposely. <laughs> oh. I love that you love misfits. That's so good. <laughs> oh, thanks so much. <laughs> so next up, we're going to put Miss Skins on our... <laughs> On our pop scale, we rank it out of five based on how much we like it. Anna's place in pop culture, Katie. What do you give skins? Um, I give this is a tricky one because I really like this. Mm. <laughs> I I don't inherently think it was amazing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give it a two and a half. Mm-hmm. But I did really enjoy it, and I will probably continue watching it. And I think this is going to be one of my like guilty pleasure shows. Um, but like I can, I can see why people and you don't like it. People and me. <laughs> I just wanted to validate <laughs> people and you. Um, so <laughs> that's two and a half. What are you giving me? I'm giving it a one. Okay. Because it's after starting this fucking skins party thing, which I don't agree with. I think it is absolute horseshit. I absolutely will not be watching it again. Fair enough. But, uh, you know, I give it one and a half and a half goes to Daniel Kaluuya because I love him. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. It's the only thing I like about skins, not misfit skins. I have to keep catching myself out. (laughs) Daniel Kaluuya. (laughs) Yeah, he's great. Oh, so next up we're going to talk about what's popping, meaning we're enjoying in terms of pop culture. Katie, what's popping with you? Well, I suppose I have to bring up the Minecraft soundtrack because (laughs) Kevin did get it on vinyl. And when we started this call, um, he had forgotten that he left it on in the background as he Mm -hmm. left the bedroom. And I had to go and turn it off and it's playing very loud. But I do actually really like it. It's very, very relaxed music. I never played video games and or like Minecraft, but like when I play games like on my Switch and stuff, I inherently play them with no sound. Yeah. I've done this my whole life. I think it's because I used to like want to play like my Nintendo when my mom was watching TV and she didn't want to hear it and I didn't have headphones. So I just turned the sound off. Yeah, like still to this day, he'd just be baffled. I'll be beside him playing Stardew Valley with no sound on. He's like, You are so weird. So, like, it's actually really nice to listen to the soundtrack mm-hmm. and just be really relaxed and chill down. Other than that, um, Saving Grace podcasts mm-hmm. has Tana Mojo on it today. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't listened to it, but I'm very intrigued. Mm. So I'm sure that will be popping with me. Um, what else is popping with me? I, I, I kind of skins. Yeah, I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then not a lot because all my favorite creators have decided to ruin their careers. So. I don't have a lot else to love at the moment. What's popping with you, Evan? Please enlighten us. So, um, I'd have to say uh, Anne Marie's new album, Unhealthy. Ooh. I really, really enjoy that. I love Anne Marie. Um, I also started watching uh, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which is a show created by Tina Fey. So, where have I been? Yeah. <laughs> I am so ashamed of myself now. I thought it was I the ultimate Tina Stan. I didn't know she uh, wrote that. Yeah, she also uh, created Girls 5 Eva, which is also on Netflix, if you want to check that out. I'm just going to plug Tina Fey shows for her. That's all right. You can do that. Oh, I love her. I'll just sleep with a copy of Bossy Pants beside my couch. Yeah, you redeem yourself that way. Oh, there we go. Um, What else is there? I mean, I suppose Barbie, because I saw it again. Yeah, mm. that's, po- that's popping with me too, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, nothing else really. I, you know what I am excited for, and I really what? am looking forward to seeing the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Me too. Oh, I'm so I, excited to go see. It. I, uh, Barbie, well, not that I can Barbie, but Barbie's great. But I was a Ninja Turtles stan 
as a kid. So was I. The the original TV show that was played on RTE at seven o'clock every morning. Hook it to my veins. It was the best thing in life. I'm so excited to see the movie. And apparently it's very good. Yeah, it looks very good because it's the same style as Into the Universe. Yeah. Spider-Verse, not Universe. Spider-Verse. <laughs> no, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. And also it will make up for that terrible Michael Bay reboot with, with Megan Fox. I'm still mad. Oh, yeah, I didn't even... I did watch that, actually, but I didn't enjoy it. Don't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see it, though. I think me and Kevin are going to bring his nephew to see it, and I'm so excited. <laughs> we are more excited than the nephew. <laughs> oh, 100%. It was the same for Mario, and I'd already seen Mario. Ooh. Yeah, Mario, like... Barbie, the Ninja Turtles. It's been a good year. Good year. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> It's good time for movies, not so much for everybody else in the industry. Sorry, mm. I'm bit, I'm just really bitter about it today. Today, it's really gotten to me. Yeah, but she's Lizzo, not referring to the strike, okay? Just the, the terrible creators. Lizzo kicked me over the edge. Mm. Oh, yeah, no, strike away. Do what you want. But I'm talking about um, uh, creators that I love, uh, not being creators that I love anymore. Yeah. So, uh, Katie, where can the people find us? People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It A Popcast. You can give us a little review on Apple Podcasts and a rating on Spotify if you so wish. And you can give us a comment. Any comment doesn't even have to be proper words, but it still helps us in the algorithm. And if any of your family and friends need new podcasts to listen to, they can find us anywhere they get their podcasts. Okay, so that was our episode on skins, and you'll hear from us next week. Goodbye.